Oh yeah, folks. It's a special night. It's a special night around the Sun's Jam Session podcast. It's the preseason jammy awards. And you know, Matthew, as I bring you in, I'm sure we can try to find some background music that's kind of like you know, it's it's hip. It's saying this is this is the jammies, man. The preseason jammies. Like yeah, let's that's go, baby. Let's go. That's post awards music right there. That's right? The after That's for party? the after party? Yeah. At a, Adam Sandler's house? I don't know. Where yeah. would we have it at? I don't know. Who, Adam Sandberg? At Andy Sandberg? Or Andy Sandberg? No, we got to have it at a place, you know, it's Suns related. It's got to be at like KJ's old mansion or something up on Camelback Mountain, oh. you know? Jammy award time. <laughs> sure, there's a lot of weird stuff going on over there. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We can do that. All kinds of crazy stuff happen up at that mansion. How you doing, man? You ready Good. for the jammies? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got s- all my. Yeah, I got all my picks, and I'm ready, and I'm ready to win again this year, right? Because I, I think I got them all right last year. You you were pretty damn close last year. No, last kidding. year, I mean, you called the Porzingis trade at the preseason jammies. Did that uh, happen last year? It did. I have the old notes. I was looking okay. at those. and I thought that was two years ago. I was thinking uh, about that. I'm like, was that two years? Okay. Because this past offseason was so damn long. Uh, I see you dressed Ooh. up for the occasion, which is I fantastic. Did. Yeah, I wore my trash bag shirt. Yep, the trash bag shirt looked great. I'm wearing my, my tuxedo because I'm, I'm ready for this. I think it's time that we go go ahead and we dish out some hardware to the deserving recipients of the jammies. But before we do that, we have to remind everybody, hey, go ahead, hit the hit the subscribe button, rate, review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, guess what? If you leave uh, a nice little message, let us know what you think of the, the Sun's Jam session on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review with that. You know what we're yes. going to do? we're gonna do i think we're gonna read it right here on the pod and we got a new one we got a new one so i'm gonna read that right now it says no cap sun's best podcast from equintero 2020 says even on late games darth voida and matt lissy are the best podcasters that combine humor stats after every game even on late nights i still leave you guys playing in the background as i have to work at 4 a.m shout out to the early grinders i catch what i missed in the morning Keep up the great energy from Ernesto and says my fave tech on YouTube. So we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, that's awesome. Not only listen, but to leave a review. We, you know, it lets other people know, hey, if you want the best Suns content, it happens right here on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be watching along live on YouTube, go ahead, hit that subscribe button, hit that thumbs up button. It helps with all of the metrics or something. So uh, on that note, Matthew, I think it's time that we get ready for the Jammy Awards, man. Let's do it. Let's pop one open. Let's pop it open. I got a Kurz light here to celebrate the cool. Jamies. So pop them if you got them, Suns fans. Bottle. See through one. Yeah, I don't even ask you anymore. You fucking... and let, 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 let's <laughs> let's hand out some hardware. That's right. That's right. That's right. It is jammy season. It's time for us to give away some awards to your favorite Phoenix Suns. The way that we do this, for those of you who don't remember, is we have a plethora of different awards that we're going to present. And what we're going to do is we're going to give out that award not only for the Phoenix Suns, 
but also for the entire NBA, you know? So if there's the big Dick book award, we're going to give that to the member of the Phoenix sun who we think is the most deserving of said award. And then the member of the NBA who we think is most deserving of that award, uh, award. So uh, Matthew, should I, should I do the official um, jammy awards drop or, should we start by talking about Cameron Johnson not being extended by the Phoenix Suns? Is that a before the jammies or after the jammies kind of conversation? I'll let let's you get call. out of the way because now that you brought it up, I'm like, oh, that's all I'm going to think about the whole pod. So let's <laughs> let's get it out of the way now. I have successfully distracted you. So so obviously, you know, that was kind of one of the subplots entering this upcoming season was the fact that uh, Cameron Johnson was available for his rookie extension. We saw this last year with his fellow twin when Mikael Bridges received a four-year, about $91 million contract, somewhere around those those numbers. Uh, obviously, DeAndre Ayton didn't get his rookie extension last year, was signed to a four-year max contract this past offseason. But one of the subplots that isn't really a big deal, I think, but the moment that it was announced that the Phoenix Suns didn't extend Cameron Johnson, uh, a lot of people on Twitter done lost their mind. Matthew, what were your thoughts when that occurred? You know, I expected it. I really did. I feel like I'm the only one, even though I'm a Cam fan, and I said this the last three podcasts we've done, where I'm just like, he kind of didn't really prove himself last year too much, right? Injuries. Um, it's a year where he can prove himself, make a lot of money still on the offseason. He's talked about it openly, where he's like, I'm here to play. It's not going to bother me. It might in the back of his mind, yeah. but he can make more money next year too. So if I'm him, I would be okay with it. Like Get through the injury he has now, play the rest of the season, You'll get paid in the offseason. I don't think this has anything to do or anything that will hurt the chemistry at all. I think that the Suns are fine. I think the whole DeAndre Aiden thing last year, too, that sucked. That was even worse than this. But it's it's nice that he's noticeable around the NBA to where people <clears throat> know he deserves the money. Like everyone that is talking about it in the podcast, they think he deserves the money. Now they think, like, oh, James Jones, what's he doing? He's not paying anybody. It's like, no, he's he's smart, man. This guy's been hurt. Let's see if he can prove himself to be that guy. And if he is, then he can maybe be an all-star, maybe up there kind of close to an all-star this year or next year. But if he is that player, he'll get paid big. So it's fine. I think everyone should be okay with it. He's not going to just sit on, the, sit on the bench and pout the whole season. Are you muted? Mm-hmm. You hit on a couple things there that I think are valuable. You know, one is just that like a lot of people are frustrated because they think it's going to uh, affect the psyche of Cameron Johnson and or it's going to affect the image of the Phoenix Suns. If you're from the outside looking in and you think that for the second consecutive offseason, the Phoenix Suns not extending one of their rookie uh, and, and young core players, then you're just you're, I, in my opinion, you're just reading it wrong. You know, they got a deal on Mikhail Bridges. They knew it and they jumped at it, right? And to your point, Cameron Johnson has an injury history. He had injury history through college. He has an injury history thus far in the NBA. This is an opportunity for him to go out, play as a starting power forward in the NBA, try to stay healthy, and ultimately allow the market to dictate how how, how much his price tag should be. You know, I mean, it's it, to me, it doesn't make sense to go and just go, you know what? Uh, per Flex from Jersey, I believe his number was four years, about $85 million is what Flex was yeah. reporting that the yeah. Cameron Johnson camp want, wanted. And that comes out to, I think, 21-something uh, uh, a year, 21.75, something like that, uh, million dollars over four years. 
you know, in my opinion, why would you just give that away if he goes out, he's injured again this season, he doesn't perform to the level that's expected, and he lowers his own value? Then you can get him on a good deal because, again, the market will dictate the value, right? If he has a bad season or a par season, right, or an injury-riddled season, which it's already starting off to be, and he goes out there, the Phoenix Suns can get him next year, and they probably can get him for less than $85 million over four years. They can probably get him on the much-desired contract that they wanted, which I think was about 72. So, yeah, great point. Great point that Rad Dad just said in YouTube. Yeah, let's not start throwing money around to injured <laughs> players like the Nuggets with MPJ. It's a True. great point. You have all of the control if you're the Phoenix Suns, just like you did with DeAndre Ayton, right? It's like, go out, prove it, and then the market's going to dictate your value because somebody, if you're really as good as you think you are and as you say you are, and note that Cameron Johnson never has said anything like, I think I'm worth this or I think I'm worth that, whereas DeAndre Ayton was comparing himself to Luka Doncic, Trey Young, all the guys in his draft class who got you know the, the max rookie contract extension. Cam Johnson's never done that. But it's like, listen, if you're be- we're going to let you bet on yourself. Okay, if you think you're worth $85 million, go out and prove that you're worth $85 million over four years. And if you are, guess what? You're going to have a line of suitors waiting to try to pick you up in restricted free agency. And then ultimately, the Phoenix Suns can match the offer and keep them here. So why wouldn't you do that? That's kind of one part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest part. And it's a, it's the one that makes the most sense. And I'm not upset at all with any of this. And I'm the biggest Cam Johnson fan out there. I think everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I think everybody needs to, to chill on it. And then uh, if, if you get a chance, go to brightsideofthesun.com. I wrote a piece kind of really breaking down how this affects the long-term Phoenix Suns because ultimately – James Jones is playing math here. He knows that the ca- the salary cap is going to double in two years, which would be two years into the Cam Johnson contract. And if you can offer it to him, and it ultimately accounts for about you know twelve point or, or what nine point seven percent of your ultimate of your overall cap, if that's the number of twenty one point two five, I think so says Jay says that in the chat. It's twenty one point two five. If you put it, if it's you know twenty one point two five of a double salary cap, not even a double salary cap, like a seventy five percent increase in the salary cap which is like $216 million as a salary cap. That's 9% of your salary cap. Now let's say that he does go out this season and he has, and he's an all-star and he's like best case scenario. The Suns win a championship. Cam Johnson's a major reason for it. And the market dictates that his value becomes like four years, 110 million. Right. And you know, that becomes like $27.5 million a year for Cameron Johnson. You pay that. And that's a 3% when, when the cap increases that 21 or 27.5% becomes 12% of your salary cap. So if so essentially what James Jones is saying like listen bet on yourself and if you go and you make the biggest you know uh, season possible and you have the greatest run ultimately in the long run it's only going to cost us 3% of the cap and that's worth it at that point. So I think it's it's simple math. I think it's the right move. Again, I think a lot of people are just worried about the culture side of this. And I loved what Rad Dad said and that's a great point. It's like you don't need to go around throwing away money at players just to try to fortify your culture. You do it by making smart, savvy business decisions that ultimately benefit your long-term success as a franchise. And that's what's going to keep the players coming. I think that's what James Jones did here. Yeah. And you're not going to, it's not going to hurt the culture. I mean, that's why you have Monty Williams here, right? To keep it together until these guys get paid and they're always going to get paid as long as they perform. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, again, like nothing wrong with that. If I'm getting ready to get a, a contract extension at work, right? They're not going to pay me the max value. They're going to be like, all right, prove it. I mean, it's just, it's just business. So uh, again, I think that we're both in agreement, and I'm glad we're in agreement because I, I was wondering how you felt, Matthew, because I know that you, again, as you <laughs> mentioned, you're the biggest Cam Johnson fan. I'm surprised you weren't like pay this man his money. 
you're just like, hey, you know, prove it. You got to prove it, right? And if he balled out last year, I'd be like, yeah, that would, hey, that would, he's yeah. our starting power forward. But there's so many ifs about this guy right now. I'm like, if he so balled out last year and didn't get injured for like 25 games, you know, it's like, yeah, it would make sense. But again, with that injury history, it makes complete sense to me. So uh, we had to get that information out there. But yeah, we know what you're here for, folks. The NBA season officially began today. Officially began. The Sun season officially begins tomorrow. This time tomorrow night, you're going to be watching the Phoenix Suns. And once that game's over, you'll be coming right here to the Suns Jam Session podcast. And we're going to be starting the long marathon that is the post-game podcast that we do. But we can't do that unless we start to draw some lines in the sand. We have to put our preseason jammy awards out there. And then we'll circle back at the end of the year and see how we did. Just to give you kind of some highlights from last year, okay? Uh, looking through um, a couple of the questions that we asked. Will the Suns have any all-NBA players? I said Booker would be a third-teamer. You said that Booker would be a second-teamer and CP3 would be a third-teamer. We were both wrong. Booker was a first-teamer. Uh, All-Stars, we both said just Booker. It was Booker and CP3, although obviously CP3 didn't play in that game, seeing as he was injured, although he did play in the game <laughs> for some yeah, stupid fucking reason. Um, how many three-point attempts will DA take this season? Uh, you said 94. I said 60. He shot 19 last year. Oh, man. We swung and missed on that one. Yeah. What will the final record be for the Suns? We both agreed on 56 and 26, and we were both wrong by eight games. So kudos to you, Suns, for <laughs> outplaying us. Uh, we both said they'd be the number one seed. We were both correct on that. Uh, we both said that Booker does not surpass TC's 27.2 points record. And yeah. the, hot, the, hot take, the hot take of the season, this is preseason, I said the love affair with Zion fizzles as he won't be healthy all year. Well, I got half of that right. The love affair is still there, although it is a little bit more muted. It's more like a like affair. And uh, he wasn't healthy all year. And then you said Porzingis is traded. So Yeah. yeah. We're going to be visiting those same questions at the back end of this podcast. But I think it's time to drop the intro. And I think it's time to give out some jammies, baby. No better intro. Great intro. No, I you just picture yourself sitting there on the couch when you're little, right? Just like getting ready for the game. Oh man, let's go. Love it. Let's loss. go. Love it. All right. Well, let's head out. Hand out our first award: the Acid Jeans Award for the most washed player, aka how is this guy getting minutes? All right, Matthew. The Acid Jeans Award. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you go first. Start with the Phoenix Suns. With the Phoenix Suns, ooh, this is going to be really hard to hear. Um, I just think I'm going to say Shamit. I'm expecting. Wow. Uh, I'm expecting a year where it's just like it's the same. It's not going to be any any better than last year. I think it's going to be a year where we're wishing we had someone to back him up, like an Eric Gordon again by trade deadline to back up. I mean Devin Booker. And it's just, that's the way it is. And I think we're going to be like, why does he keep getting minutes? It's never going to improve. Look, wow. I'm rooting for him. I really Hot am. Hot take, man. But there's coming just out, some, coming there's out something of the there. gates, there's swinging. Just, yeah, I mean, you never saw any. The thing is, like, you have to admit, somebody is who they are. Whether or not he went through some family trauma or not, on the court, it's like he is a player who he is already. He's been in the league for a while. It's like he he's that guy where he's going to be inconsistent, but then also put up maybe two good games. 
we're going to be saying again this year, I just think Shamit's going to have to go or just see the bench more. So, and it sucks to say, I just, there's gonna be a lot of hot takes on this pod, man. Wow. There's gonna be a lot of hot yeah. takes. I, like, right? I completely disagree with you with that one. Cool. I think that, I think that the Phoenix Suns are going to be desperate for his playmaking ability. And I think they're actually going to give him more of an opportunity at point guard. I think campaign has a more likely opportunity to get the acid genes award than uh, Landry Shamit does, but Hey, I'll take it. You know, my, mine, mine's Tory Craig. All right. You know, Tory Craig is just, I don't, I still don't know how that guy gets minutes. He's going to get minutes and we're not going to know that he's gotten minutes because he's out there just walking around. We don't realize that, you know, the impact that he's going to take or or have on the game is going to be the number on his jersey. And that's zero. So I'm annotating this. This is going to be good for the end of the season. I'm going to come back and be like, Matthew, after Landry Sham is like fucking amazing. I'm like, dude, this is your acid wash jeans guy. (laughs) Love it. Absolutely love it. All right. What about the NBA level? Who do you think is, uh, washed in the NBA. All right, so NBA, I'm going to go with Blake Griffin. He was playing tonight. He looks so weird in that Celtics who, uniform. He's a Celtic now? He's I didn't even know Celtic? that. Didn't exactly. Know That's why I'm like, you know what? This is the only award I always forget to fucking do. So I'm like, <laughs> let's go. For some reason in my notes, it's like never on there. I do all of them, and then I'm like, every time you bring that one up, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what am I going to do for the like Landry Shamit? <clears throat> no, no. Landry Shamit was my guy for sure this year. He was going to be the guy that was like really disappointing. Um, but I'm going to go Blake Griffin. Why okay. is he getting minutes? You know? And yeah, then, now that that's I just a great one, that, man. That I just saw him today. I'm like, no, this is not looking good. And that Celtics team, I mean, it's really tough with their coach being out and stuff. But he just seems like he looks like his physique. He looks like a player in the NBA still. He looks like his old self, but nothing he does on the court is anything like his old self. So it's really tough to watch, man. Some wasted minutes there. Okay, I, I can agree with that. And again, I didn't know he was on a team. And the guy I'm going to pick isn't on a team, but he will be on a team. He was just released by, I believe, the Detroit Pistons. That's Kemba Walker. Uh, oh, Kemba, Kemba's, one, Kemba's washed. He just is. It's unfortunate. You know, he I mean, he wasn't yeah. great in Charlotte, but he was serviceable. He went to Boston. He sucked. You know, didn't uh-huh. really make an impact whatsoever. And that's why when I hear Suns fans, and maybe that's why I brought him up, is I hear Suns fans being like, dude, why don't we get Kemba? Dude, Kemba's available. Kemba. I'm like, why? We don't need a veteran leader a point guard who's like aging. This. Who needs an aging veteran point guard? Nobody. Nobody. Except, except the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. But I mean, like, outside of that, I just, he, he's washed. We can let it go. Just Kemba goodbye. So, yeah. Okay. Tori Craig and Kemba for me, Landry Shamit and Blake Griffin. Oh, so sad. All right, on on to the next one. This I like this award. The Skeleton Key Award for the player who unlocks everything for his team. Yo, boob. All right. You, <laughs> <laughs> you always forget about these little things, huh? No, was that there last year? Yeah, I always have. I haven't touched these. I thought in it was a like year. a longer. Okay, I thought it was like a longer thing. It's no, quick. Like, Thank you, boob. Um, Skeletor. Uh, skeleton key award again. This is for the the player who unlocks everything for his team. Taking a look at the Phoenix Suns, I put uh, Jock. I think Jock okay. Landell, considering the fact that you know the second team unit's going to need some love this year, and it's going to need some guidance. And I really think that due to his hustle and the way that he kind of approaches the game, uh, I really think that it's going to end up being Jock Landell, who is the skeleton key award winner for the Phoenix Suns. This is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now suck my jack. Landale. 
you're going to have an opportunity. Him, you're going to have him winning every award just to play that. Just so I can play that drop play over and over that again. That drop over and over again. I, I am predictable. Loved it. This is true. All right. <laughs> so who is your skeleton key award winner for the Phoenix Suns? I'll go with another bench guy. I'm going to go with Cameron Payne. It has to be him this year. It has to be the guy to unlock the second unit and to come in and actually be productive this year. Um, of course, you could say like Devin Booker, Chris Paul, but those guys, I mean, the chemistry in the first team is, I think it's pretty solid. I think we saw mm-hmm. some instances in the preseason look good. But off the bench, we're worried about it. And we had our backup point guard in Cameron Payne. I know he's hurt. Who knows if he plays? But during the regular season, if he's a guy that can lock the second team and like just be consistent this year, we're going to go in some good directions this year, I think. This is why I love doing this podcast with you, man, because like we disagree on Cameron Payne. We disagree on Landry Shamit. So one of us is going to be right and one of us is going to be wrong or we're both going to be right. I don't know. Like I just <laughs> I hope that campaign has it, but I really don't this year. What about uh, on the okay. NBA level? Who's your in- skeleton key award winner? In the NBA this is level? like my new favorite. It's Scotty Barnes with the Raptors. I think Scotty Barnes is really Ooh, huge for the okay. Raptors last year. They kind of sucked. They went in the first round. They lost to the Sixers. He was injured. They went over. They went 0 2 when he was gone. But he's just a he's a decent, he's a good offensive player that could do a lot. He can give you like the eight to nine assists a game. Not like per game, but he can come out, dish it out eight to nine assists. He can get 40, he can shoot 41% from beyond the arc. He can be a guy that can shoot, he can get you 30 points in a game if he wants to. Defensively, he's kind of okay, but he just he facilitates the offense. He does a lot in the offense. He's a big dude. He has to guard like the best forwards in the NBA every night. But he just does such a good job with that offense. When he's off the floor, you just he's it's so noticeable. And it's kind of just disappointing when he's not playing. So if he can stay healthy, this is a guy that can actually be an all-star this year. So I think he could be an all-star this year. I know he was a rookie last year, but he I think it's just that good. And in the East, he has a chance to make an all-star team, I think. Yeah, Toronto's one of those low-key teams that a lot of people are kind of under the radar taking. And Scotty Barnes is going to be a catalyst for that team. So I think that's a, a very good yeah. one. He does unlock a lot for that team. Uh, my choice is Jamal Murray for the Denver Nuggets. I think Ooh. in the Western Conference, oh, the the you know the, the team that is the Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference is uh, in the Western Conference. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, is the Denver Nuggets in my opinion. I think Jamal Murray, him being back, is really going to unlock that late game productivity and effectiveness from the Denver Nuggets, and they're going to be a scary team this year. You know, uh, I talked about it a little on the Solar Panel Podcast. I'll talk about it a little bit later here tonight that I really believe that this is going to be one of the biggest surprises in the league is how good Denver is this year. I think yeah. that they, they're, they've kind of put it all together. And I think that, you know, they're they're You know, you have a two time MVP in Nikolai Jokic and now you get Jamal Murray. MPJ is still up in the air, but, you know, it, it's never been about MPJ. It's all been been about. I mean, you and I have literally been to like every fucking Nuggets game in the past. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Nikolai yep. Jokic and yeah. Jamal Murray. And those last like five minutes are just excruciating because they just run the high pick and roll and they beat the shit out of you with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's really going to unlock that Nuggets team. That's that's a good choice, man. I think that he has an opportunity to take that team to a first seed, kind of. I think that's what you were expecting this year. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're 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 betting on the Nuggets this year, man. <laughs> you're I should. betting on them. I should, but I, I I won't bet because you can't bet on. It's the a waste nuggets. of money. It's a waste of money. Just don't bet. On <laughs> it it's just it feels just feels wrong. So, <laughs> all right, on to the next award, the Mad Max Most Improved Player Award. I know it's hard if you're listening to the podcast, but uh, the Mad Max Award is a reminder that the first Mad Max was just a shitty, shitty movie. 
and everything beyond that was really good. You know, Mad Max, the Thunderdome, all that stuff. And what you heard was just some bad cinematography and, you know, a lady getting run over in the first Mad Max. I just didn't like it. So that's why once upon a time I made this award. And you know what? I'm sticking to it. So <laughs> uh, Mad Max award for the Phoenix Suns. Matthew, you go first on this one. Okay. Uh, you know what? It should be Aiden, right? Okay. But on the solar panel, I actually did say the most improved player was going to be Devin Booker. And it's just going to be a next level for him to where he's going to be the super, superstar of the NBA. He's going to be very, very dominant offensively. His defense is improving. But you're just going to see some freakish stuff from him this year, I think. And that's going to be the improvement that, you know, can make us a championship contender again this year. Um, I would say Aiton, but who knows, man? I just have more confidence in Booker going up another level than Aiton this year. Just because, you know, I haven't seen it with Aiton exactly, right? Not yet. So uh, let's go Devin Booker. Okay. Uh, valid. You know, I think that Devin Booker is, he's. I mean, we've always talked about, you know, when Devin Booker enters his prime. Are you watch yourself when he enters his prime? You're fucked. He's entering his prime, ladies and gentlemen. Like Booker is kind of got all the tools. He's been working on them for years, and it's kind of all there, and it's and it's ready for him to really take charge. Knowing that Chris Paul is going to be, you know, getting less minutes, hopefully, and maybe taking some nights off, hopefully, in an effort to try to keep him as healthy as possible for the the, yeah. the playoff run. A lot of that's going to fall offensively on Devin Booker. So I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Cam Johnson. I mean. Most improved player, yeah, he's the he's the guy who's going to have the most opportunity. You know, a guy who's going from a bench spot to a start a starting spot, he's going to have an opportunity to show up and show out and prove and and ultimately say, hey, James Jones, you know, I'm worth X amount of dollars next off season. And I think that you know, with opportunity, it's it's like playing fantasy football, right? Like you're just trying to pick up the guys who have the best opportunity to put you in a situation to be successful. <laughs> and it comes down to opportunity. And that's what Cam Johnson has. So for me, he is the uh, the Mad Max Award winner for. The Phoenix Suns. What about on the NBA level, Matthew? NBA, I'm going to go with a guy in Charlotte that has an opportunity to really kind of take over again. Gordon Hayward, he's ah. just been gone. He's been missing. Even when the Hornets were pretty decent, he just wasn't a big part of that team. I think that he has an opportunity here with, uh, of course, Miles Bridges being gone. LaMelo Ball, who is already injured, he might be injured throughout the season. Who knows? Yeah. It just seems like one of those years where it's like everyone's talking about him, excited. He's going to be the guy that's always kind of on and off the court, which is going to suck. There's always that guy every year. Um, so I think he has an opportunity here to really do something special with the Hornets, you know, winning those 25 games this year, but just to improve his game and actually shoot from beyond the arc again, like raise that percentage. And just be a guy that's a go-to guy in a shitty team. But he yeah. will, I think he can be a candidate this year just because you see his new haircut. Yes. And actually, yep. We'll talk okay. about it later. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, I think it's a great pick. I'm gonna go with Anthony Simons from the Portland nice. Trailblazers. I like that. I'm interested to see who the Trailblazers are this year. But again, when we talk about opportunity, Anthony Simons is going to take over the CJ McCollum role, and it, he's more than capable to do so. This might be a team like we don't know what Portland's gonna be this year. Right. I think their win totals wow. 33 and a half, something along those lines. We truly don't know who this team's going to be. But one thing that they always have is offense. It's defense that kind of is ultimately the downfall of the Trailblazers on a consistent basis year after year. Anthony Simons is uh, he's, he's a beast. He's a beast offensively. So I think that he gets the Mad Max award for uh, for the league this year. Any questions on that? No, I like the pick, though. He's on my fantasy team. Fantasy draft oh. last night. I actually got him. Like Man, my last why pick. You, why don't you invite me? I'm not in any. It was my friend from work. I just last spot, you know, just jump mm. in there. Twenty bucks. 
I'm not in any fantasy basketball leagues this year. You know what? That's a good thing because I never follow it. It's like I follow <laughs> NBA more than anybody that I know, and I don't watch any. Yeah, I don't play. It's just not I like the same. Like ugh, I got to set my lineup. You know, it's the same thing with like everybody. That there's always one guy in your fantasy league, whether it's baseball or football, who just sucks. Like, dude, why do you suck? He's like, I don't set my lineup. Like, dude, all you gotta do is take two shits a week. You take a shit on Tuesday when you look yeah. at the waiver wire, and you take like a shit on Sunday morning to set your lineup. Like, it's that two shits a week, and you can be successful in fantasy mm-hmm. football. Well, That's, if you're vegan, I mean, I don't think they shit. They, I think they just have earwax, like more earwax than the rest of the people. Well, then you're waxing, okay? You're, you, t- you, you, take, <laughs> you're waxing. you take two times out of the week where you wax your ears, and <laughs> then you're good. And okay. that should be the name of our fantasy football podcast, Two Shits a Week. I think it'll be successful. <laughs> the Matthews Dad Sixth Man of the Year Award. And on that last three, he looked around. He's going to be like the new Devin Booker and find somebody. He like, man, fuck this. Man, fuck this. The Six Man Award, a.k.a. the Matthews Dad Award. Uh, this is a tough one, you know, because we've talked about this. Like, outside of the starting five, who's the sixth best player on this team? And we said, kind of in, and agreed a couple podcasts ago, is Dario Saric. So, if I had to choose, if you had to put a gun to my head, because I still don't truly know the answer, but if I had to choose somebody who is going to get the, the Matthews Dad Award... I got to go Sarge. The Sarge smoke break. Smoke him if you got him, jamsters. Right in your face, dude. Right in your face. Sarge. (laughs) Bam. That's who I'm going with. How about yourself? Uh, I think it's going to be, I want it to be pain. Kind of like the whole um, Aiden thing. I want it to be pain. It has to be pain. But I'm going to go Jacques. Why can't I say his name now? Jacques Landell. I was going to call him Jacques. This is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now suck my jack. Landale. You guys are going to get so sick of that fucking drop oh. by the end of the year because I love it so much. I laugh every <laughs> fucking time. I thought you were going to choose him. No. No. No, I, mean, I got Dario on favorite. this one. He's a fan yeah, favorite, I, but like sixth man, like Dario's the connector. I, he's going to be vital yeah. to the second team offense. Jock is going to be a beneficiary of Dario's greatness and okay, his smoking cool. ability. We'll see. There's something there. I just like what I see, and he's gonna be our sixth man. It's gonna be the guy that comes off the bench, and we're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, that guy's on the uh, out there." There's gonna be those games where Sarge is out there because remember, like it was tough to watch. Yeah, when he's out there, it's like, damn it. But then when Jacques is out there, I just feel like we're gonna have more of those games where we're excited because he's out there with the second unit, killing it, rebounding, three point shooting, whatever he wants to do. Yeah, just walking around yelling at people with an Aussie accent, calling <laughs> yeah. them cunts and such. It's going to be fantastic Ooh, if, yeah. if yeah. you're sitting courtside. Like, did he just call that guy a cut? That's really, <laughs> really aggressive. It's like, no, that's the way they talk down he, under. He will one interview. Oh, yeah. He he'll, let, he'll let it. He'll, he'll be like, ah, these fucking cunts. We beat the shit out of them tonight. Damn, dude. Yeah. I've been listening yeah. to much of the Aussie Suns. Uh, Do they Aussie say that Suns a lot? Sp- Oh, all the time. It's fantastic. Oh. And then I just type in the chat and they're like, they get a kick out of it because I'm like, oh, I can finally use the word. And it's like, because it's not a bad dude. word down under. So it's like, it's not even a bad word. No, there's no such thing as a bad word up here unless, unless somebody oh, snips damn. this and gets me canceled from work. So uh, I was don't gonna give me say, ideas you just there. dropped it three times, dude. <laughs> Those are bleep uh, now from oh, FX. Man. That word. That's the only one that's bleeped. <laughs> it's the only one that that's bleeped. <laughs> um, as far as the NBA level goes for the Matthews Dad mm-hmm. Award, I got Bones Highland. Oh, good pick, man. No, but you see my trend here, right? Who's Bones play mm. for? 
The Pelicans. The Nuggets, right? The Nuggets, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing them in a Pelicans uniform. Uh, who, who's the? You're thinking of who am I thinking of? Ah, uh, it's the guy that see him. it's the guy that Ben Simmons loves or Bill He's Simmons the guy loves. That he, yeah, yeah, but he was like shitting on the Suns in the playoffs too. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, he was killing them. De- defensive guy. Yeah. Oh, Jamsters in the chat. You got to help us out. Yeah, let place us for know. the Pelicans was a rookie last year, although like half the lineup was a rookie. He had like a fro, I think. I don't know. But yeah, kind that's, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. He, he's taller. Oh, why can't I think of his name? It's driving me crazy. All right. Somebody's yeah. going to, we're going to be talking about something like three minutes from now. And somebody's going to be like, oh, and by the way, here's the answer to your question. Uh, Herb. Is it? Oh, Herb, Herb Jones. Jones. Yeah. Herb Jones. Okay. Thank you, Fabio. Herb Jones. That's who Matthew was thinking yeah. of. No, Thank I'm th- I'm thinking of uh, Bones Highland, who we saw play against the Suns in the preseason. You could see his shooting ability. You could see he's just pure and utter athleticism, and he's going to be coming off the second team unit for that team. You know, I mean, they're he, he they're that deep that Bones Highland's going and and Bruce <laughs> Brown are going to be coming off of the bench. And I think again, that's why they're going to be kind of uh, a dangerous team, the Denver Nuggets. Who do you have from the NBA side? You know, it's not fair because this guy's going to be playing a lot of minutes, but it's going to be Jordan Poole because he comes off the bench, right? They start true, yeah. they start with Draymond at the four, which he's going to end with a five, and they'll have Poole at the, at the end of the games. And but <laughs> he uh, he's going to get like 25, 30 minutes, probably plus more than that this year, but he's going to just be a dominant off the bench. And, you know, Reggie Miller said those punches, that happens all the time on the broadcast. He said it happens all the time. So I don't think it's going to really set him back at all. I think he's going to have a huge year as long as he's still coming off the bench. So I don't know if I'm cheating here at all, dude. Who I who might said, be. Who says him. that all the time? Who says what all the time? That that people get punched all the time. Reggie Miller. Reggie says. We had the drop Ugh. sitting right there, man. You should have yeah, lined dude. up. Yeah. yeah bouncing between all of our different fucking things, finding all these drops, man. This is impressive, <laughs> man. I, I, You know, so I like that, though. I mean, it is kind of cheating. It's like saying Jordan it Clarkson is. last year because you know that, that that's going to be the guy who wins it. Right? Well, he's a legit bench player, though. I mean, I, I just feel like Poole's like a starter. He's just he, a starter. On he, the team. he is a starter. He, I mean, they they go to that lineup, you know, the death lineup, the Golden mm-hmm. State yeah. death lineup. It kills you. You know, like, <laughs> oh, it drives me so crazy. God, I'm so glad basketball is back. Do I don't even know? Like, I haven't been watching anything. I've been so busy. I'm I'm writing the yeah. recap for our fantasy football league. Like, trying to get that done. People are texting me like, when's the? I haven't recap? watched either. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched anything. You watched enough to see Blake Griffin was out there. What games are tonight? I don't even know. Celtics in the um somebody and then you had the warriors and lakers so which it should be friends. like fourth quarter when we're done okay cool i'll, I'll yeah. pop over I'll, I'll pop over and check I that out like yeah, i was watching a little I'll, bit i'll check I it out you. i'll check it out you cunt the bob gunton defensive player of the year but you trust in the lord your ass belongs to me yeah bob gunton the warden Tough stuff man Urgh. gritty stuff it's a gritty award when you take this one home, you earned it. This is pretty much the Defensive <laughs> Player of the Year award. Who's the Defensive Player of the Year for your Phoenix Suns, Matthew? Mikael Bridges. Oh, that was. I funny. would love to see DeAndre Ayton get it though, but it's gonna Who be won McCall, it? Man. All right, let me type that in. Uh, I love that every award. I'm like, it should be DeAndre Ayton, but I know. This guy. <laughs> he just wins everything. He he takes home. He cleans us out. Wouldn't that he cleans be us out this year. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, you got, you know, some of our jamsters True. plays Megatron, M- McK- uh, Phoenix McHale in the league. McHale, Sonia says Bridges, Los Sun says DA. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with both Sonya and Blaze Megatron and you. It's the first thing we've agreed on. Mikhail Bridges is the Bob Gutton Award winner. And to your point, it should be DA. We want it to be DA. But I think that the versatility of Mikhail Bridges is going to be something that, once again, you'll watch some games and you just be like, wow, I mean, what this guy does and what he brings night in and night out is impressive. And you have to reward that. So what about on the yeah. NBA level, Matthew? NBA level, it's the return of Ben Simmons. Two years Ooh. ago, I picked him to win it. He was close. He finished second. But this year, I think it's going to be all-out defense. Let me show you what I could do on the court. The things I can't do, who cares? Stop talking about it. I play good defense. <laughs> he's going to have to play really good defense on that team with the Nets. And I think he's going to be really dominant on that end this year. So let's win it this year. Come on, Ben. Please. Interesting. I, I was trying to think good. if I could come up with a hot take about Ben Simmons, but I just I can't. Like I, All of them are just takes now because <sighs> someone's going to pants them, I think, on the court. Okay, that's a hot take. That's yeah, one, right? Yeah, it's like he's going for a three-point shot finally, and like he's going up against my defensive player of the year candidate, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he just oh. pants him. Just <laughs> like uh, don't you? And so not only is he like afraid to shoot sh threes, but now he's got like he's psychologically ashamed to shoot threes because of the bad childhood trauma he had of Giannis mm -hmm. to pantsing him. Uh, no, I think it's Giannis this year. I really do. I think that it's. I think it's going to be kind of like a return of the Giannis kind of year. I do. Yeah. I think that this guy's pissed. And pissed Giannis is impossible to stop. Impossible, just straight up. And I think that we're going to see that on the defensive end. He's the best athlete, and uh, I'll, I'll let you have Ben Simmons, but I think that it's definitely, definitely going to be Mr. Uh, Mr. I appreciate Giannis, it. Mr. Giannis there. All right, what's the next award? Uh, let's click this one. The surprise the fuck out of you award. Here's Johnny. For the guy who surprised the fuck out of you. Ooh, all right. I think I'll kick this one off. The guy who's going to surprise the fuck out of us on the Phoenix Suns is going to be Josh Okoge. Now, we're going to be surprised in multiple kinds of ways. One, we're going to be surprised at how bad this guy is offensively. He's great headed to the rim. He can't shoot for shit. And we're like, hold on. Why, why did we have Alfred Payton out there? But then we're going to be surprised with how good he is defensively. And I think that this is really going to be an important factor for this team and their second team unit is they're going to clamp down on defense and people much akin to Josh Kogi are going to lead that charge. He's dialed in, he's athletic, and he uh, he's a great wing defender. And I'm looking forward to seeing that play out for the Phoenix Suns. Matthew, like about it. yourself. I like it a lot. And I think it's going to be the guy that I've been just shaming all night. Not shaming, but... DeAndre... I DeAndre Ayton is going to surprise the shit out of us. <laughs> I mean, come on. If he does, like, that's, that's, it's going to be insane if he just comes out. So, how's he going to do it? He's not, he's not going to do it on the defensive player because you're not giving it to them. He's not going to give it to you with the, that's uh, why what it's other a surprise, awards? Though. Okay, that's why it's okay. a surprise. Fair. Most improved, uh, our MVP, whatever coming up. This is going to be a surprise, man, for sure. Okay, I, fair I, enough. I really hope to God. Yeah. Well, we all hope yeah. to God. Yeah. All right, Let's so let me over let, over. let me type that in. You know what sucks is uh, the the O broke on my keyboard. What happened? Was it a little kitten? Well, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't smudge. Um, I was typing last night. I was writing an article, and like it kept sticking. I was like, okay, so I got like a little knife. I just like popped it off, and something broke. Like I can't put it back on. I have to like go to like a geek swat or something and be like, yo, can you fix the O O on my? Because you, use I have an extra. I have an extra one. Yeah, I don't know if it'll fit my keyboard, though. It's like a laptop keyboard. Oh, just replace the keyboard. I have an extra keyboard. No, it's a laptop. Oh, it's like, on the it's laptop? A, yeah, it's my laptop keyboard. <laughs> Not even. Jesus. 
Jesus Christ, are you even listening to me here? And what sucks is with the O being broken, is think about the Phoenix Suns. Josh Akogi, Devin Booker, Cameron Johnson. What do you Aiden, do then? They all have O's. I just I can hit it, you know. It's like Okay. For those of you who are listening, you're not gonna see anything, but like there's my O. Oh, okay. But it still works, right? Yeah, I have to like hit the little thing. Oh man, it's like a spaceship, dude. It What's is going on. Oh, there she is. There's Brooklyn. Brooklyn's like trapped in there with you. Yeah, poor thing. But yeah, that's that's the life I'm living with. Uh, what were we doing? I don't know. We lost all our viewers. <laughs> Where'd everybody go? Everybody come back. We were we were just kidding. John we're, wasn't just, John wasn't complaining about his his keyboard. I swear. So, Surprise the F out of you award. All right. Surprise the F out of you. Uh, did you say DeAndre? I I did. I said Josh Akogi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My bad. All right. So, how about on the NBA level? Uh, I think I, yeah, I'm the one who led this off. So, I'll go ahead and I'll say this one Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson is going to surprise the fuck out of the NBA because they're going to realize that he ain't worth that money. That the reason he was successful in with Dallas is one, he played next to Luka and you know, to what he did work there. I don't know if it's going to work there. I think that, you know, the biggest free agent signing of the offseason was Jalen Brunson. I think that's going to surprise a lot of people on how unproductive he's going to be. And th- real quick, thank you to Blaze Megatron. $2 in the super chat for a new O key. <laughs> Thanks, man. man. Oh, that's going to be great. So <laughs> everyone's like, use the zero. Use the zero. It's like, yeah, I can't do I like, man. I'm writing for... I'm writing emails and everyone's like, dude, this guy keeps writing zeros. Yeah, just I get the white out. Get the white out out. <laughs> On my screen. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, but that's who I got. Jalen Brunson for the surprise the fuck out of you. Uh what also surprised the fuck out of everyone was me talking about my keyboard for so long. Matthew, who's your surprise the fuck out of us for the end? Well, NBA? you know what? I like the Brunson one. I just I hope he does good, but yeah, everyone's like not even talking about how much money he got paid. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Price or value paid, it's pretty ridiculous. It was such a Knicks thing. And I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Ooh, the guy playing tonight. <clears throat> excuse me. Ugh. He's probably just got hurt. He's probably already hurt now for the season. I don't even know about it. But I'm going to choose him to play over 70 games this year, 70-plus games, and be a contender to win MVP wow. this year. So that's a surprise because no one – If he does that, that's the biggest surprising thing of the year because everyone's talking about all the injuries everyone has on every team. You know, the Kawhi Leonard's him – even Paul George out there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. LeBron James. But if he plays 70 plus games, it'd be awesome. That's enough. That's 12 games off. That's enough for him to kind of rest in between. That would right? be surprising. That would be surprising. That's a good call. Anthony Davis is Matthew surprised the fuck out of you award winner. So, all right, on to, on to Matthew's favorite award. The Uncle Jesse Katsopoulos Award for the guy with the best hair. Have mercy. All right, Matthew, <laughs> who has the best hair on the Phoenix Suns? Cameron Johnson. Wow, for sure. You're, you're when it's grown out. Cam. Yeah, when it's grown out, it's um, it looks good. He has to keep it that way, though. If it's short, no. But keep it grown out. He's growing the little beard out. He's looking good, man. Like he was he's attractive. I guess he's big dude, but he was never like attractive, like NBA, like hotness. Yeah, looks like a, he looks like a bat, he's getting there. dude. He, still he looks does, like a bat. but he he does, but I think he's kind of getting there now, man. That hair helps him. He's grown up. He's like 28 now. I mean, remember, he was drafted and he was like 24. So I can't <laughs> yeah, he's finally growing up his body. I think this is an easy one. The, the Jesse Katsopoulos Best Hair Award 
for the Phoenix Suns. I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne Washington. Dude, DWJ, Dwayne Washington Jr. Mm. He's got like six different hairstyles already, and he's only played in four games. You know, he's got like yeah. the Ricky Rubio. He'll like rock kind of the the Dario Sarge man bun. I mean, there's actually some really good players to choose from this year, and I think Dwayne Washington Jr. takes the cake for the Phoenix Suns. Really yeah, no, it's the first thing I notice when I see him. So it's nice, man. I just gotta, I gotta throw my guy one ward. I think he won one earlier. I'm yeah, not well, sure. I, I got him one earlier. You know, he's okay. gonna get the sixth man. But a lot of people are saying Dario with his, uh, with his, his man bun. What about in the NBA? NBA is gonna be Gordon Hayward. Did you see that hair? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did see that hair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it on the court. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I bet yes. you anything he changes it by the time it gets on the floor. But it just stood out so much where I just had to choose him. And I'm just like, I don't know who else. Of course, you go with the Jared Allen kind of guy. but Jared Allen's kind of like grandfathered into this one. So I decided like this year I'm not picking him. Okay. Because we always pick him because like he's got that, we do. that massive throw and it looks Best great. Look. You know, it, it's not too big. Uh, it's like who used to have like Josh Childress used to have one for a while. And that like that one looked nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm actually going to go with the Red Mamba, Kevin Huerter. He's got that red top hair and then he's got like the headband on now. It's like it's not something you see anywhere in the NBA, but when Kevin Ward is playing for the Sacramento Kings, formerly of the Atlanta Hawks. So I think I just thrown it out there because it's something different. Again, this one could always go to Jared Allen, and I had to try something different, and I was tired when I put it in, so that's what I did. All right, sound good? Sound good? Yeah, it sounds good. I haven't seen him yet, but I'll take a look. Wow, you didn't watch the game when the Suns played him, and then we did a post-game podcast? Who yeah, but I never you? Really noticed him, dude. Oh, he didn't notice him? Oh, I noticed the, the red rocket out there. <laughs> yeah, he was... Yeah, I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. The Jules Winfield Bad Motherfucker Award for the guy you'd like most to have with you to fight in a back alley. The back alley brawler award, <laughs> essentially. The guy who you would want to be on your side if you got in a fight. This traditionally has been Jay Crowder. And it ain't Jay Crowder this year because guess what? Guy's gone. He's not, he doesn't want to be here. And, uh, you know, Dave King says he thought he'd be back to start the season. He ain't yet. So I got to pick somebody new. I thought about it. Now, last year, I did pick Devin Booker. Because Devin Booker's got that killer instinct. He's the guy who, like, walks by you, stabs you. You don't even know it. Like, five minutes later, you're walking. You're like, fucking, I'm bleeding from my side. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But I, I honestly, like... I got to give it to Ja. Jesus, this is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now suck my Jack Landale. I mean, what can Good I pick. say? Good pick, man. You know, he's an Aussie. I trust him. He's, he's going to yeah. do some wild, wild shit. You hear? And I think that, you know, I agree with Blaze Megatron, Sonia. They both say the same. John Carl says DA. Fabio says Bismack. Sonia also Ooh, that's says a good one. ish. A low sun says CP3. I like Jock for this one. What about you, Matthew? I'm going to go a different way, actually. Okay. I'm going to go. Jesus, this is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now suck my Jack. Landale. <laughs> okay. Dude, it. I actually had I my mouse over it. it. I had my mouse over it. Before you went, I didn't know you were going to choose them. So <laughs> that's so funny. Matthew actually yeah. did a drop on the pod. That was great. That was fantastic. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's right? Jock Lando. I think we can both agree. All right. What about on the NBA level? I'm going to go with 
Anthony Edwards. Okay. Did you see what was the name of that movie? The Hustle, the one with Adam Sandler yeah, and Anthony yeah, Edwards, yeah, yeah. In it? and he, he was, was just he was kind of a bad motherfucker in that one, right? He was a shit talker, but like I feel like he could back it up. Former football player, like I, I'm I'm choosing Anthony Edwards as my bad motherfucker award winner for the NBA. What about you, Matthew? Well, I thought this guy that I'm going to choose was actually like a fake tough, but we saw in video this offseason two weeks with ago Dr- or a week Dr- ago. Draymond Green, you know, with the right hand. Yeah, it was a savage right hand. Like, the, no one talks best, about how, like it was a good punch. The best part is when he hit him and then he kind of grabs him before he falls and like hits him unconscious, like on the head, on the floor or something, which was nice of him to do, right? Yeah, was super what a, what nice a guy. Him. What a guy. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with Draymond, man. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. No, I agree with that one again. Like, like I said, like if you, if you watch the video, like it, it's a picture perfect punch. It's a sucker punch, but like how yeah, many times yeah. have we seen sucker punch, sucker punches in the NBA where they just straight up miss? They're like, oh, I'm gonna show this guy, and they just like whiff, and then and then it just starts to scrum. You see it in uh, baseball all the time too. Whenever they charge the mound, like they, that first one's just a haymaker, and they just miss horribly. Draymond, like when if he sucker punches you, he, he he's gonna land his punch. He's gonna land that sucker punch. Is that a sucker punch though? I mean, he was kind of squared up with them. No, the way I saw it is is Jordan Poole was talking to someone who was kind of like turn his head away. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if he I, if he was like this fucking guy, right? He just didn't look know? him in the eye. I guess I guess not. But I mean, but just really quick, how many how many players do you think in practice are like, thank God he punched that motherfucker? Like how many guys do you think? I think a lot of people are probably like, I'm just saying. I'm, there's sometimes people deserve to get punched, or at certain times in their life, it's okay to be punched. You know, I've think about punched. who think about who Jordan Poole is on the Warriors. Right, he is. This young guy who comes in there, he's kind of like the little brother, right? He's the annoying little brother who just like is constantly talking shit and, and, and egging mm-hmm. you on and egging you on and egging you on. And finally, you just drop your little brother. I mean, I got three of them. I've done it to him before where it's like they egg you on, egg you on, egg you on. And finally, you don't, you know, and all of a sudden, mom, you know, it's like it's almost like whoever filmed that is one of George Poole's buddies, and that was his way of yelling, Mom, Draymond hit me. And, you know, he's somebody who was up for the max, you know, the the, the max contract extension, which he ended up getting. Um, but I think that a lot of, you know, kind of reports out of Golden State is Jordan Poole's kind of like a little piss ant. You know, he's, yeah. he, think, he, he thinks he's hot shit and his shit don't stink. And Draymond Green's probably like, shut up, young buck. And if he didn't shut up, he's like, I'll, I will shut you up. And that's yeah. what happened. You know, fighting's stupid. All of it's dumb. Like, you go out, you drink. If you get in fights, you're fucking dumb. You go to jail and all this shit. Someone could die. It's the dumbest thing ever. Draymond could have hit him. He could have fell on his head and maybe even died. You know, that was a fucking nasty right hook. But sometimes, like Reggie Miller says, these teams that are winning, I forgot to say that part, that are winning, you know, it's intense. It's a, that happens a lot. So, anyways, here we are again. And right? and and Low Sun says it's not pool push him, so he should have been ready. Yeah, pool did push him. That's right. Uh, and Blaze Megatron oh, says, yeah, last, did, huh? last person I want to help me fight, Jordan Poole. His defense is bad, even with boxing. Well, he so, just talk, he's a talker, dude. You he is. Tell. He's all he's all talking. Draymond proved that. All right, two awards left. The beer crack. <laughs> Favorite player award. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to 
crack open a beer if you're midway through this podcast. If you're driving to work, I get it. You know, you just crack open a beer. Uh, <laughs> also, a reminder, subscribe, rate, and review. If you're listening on a, on one of your favorite podcast platforms and there's an opportunity to review the pod, give us five stars. We appreciate it. And if you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Make us your Beer Crack Award winner for your favorite Phoenix Suns podcast because we're just a couple of jackasses and we know it. Matthew, your favorite player on the Phoenix Suns, your Beer Crack Award winner is... Remember Johnson. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. I don't even know why I had to ask that. But tell me why. Because it because his hair. I don't the reason why, and I'll state this over and over again. When anybody, anybody pulls me over and a police officer asks, Who's your favorite Suns fan Happ- or player? Happ- happens a lot. I gotta explain this. I'm like, I you know, you take people to the game, they don't know anything about basketball. He's always the one that stands out. He's always a guy that everyone just loves, and he stands out on the court. He doesn't have to be doing anything. He just he stands out, man. This guy, there's something about him, you know. And okay, uh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, right. I'm gonna go with Devin Booker. You know, I said nice. it last year. I think it was after he signed the jersey after the team won its 63rd game, and he gave it to Al McCoy. In that moment, he became my favorite Phoenix Sun of all time. It's been Sean Marion for yeah. years. Even though there was a nasty breakup with Sean Marion, I loved who Sean Marion was and how he played the game. And Devin Booker is just like the epitome of what this franchise is. And he and he's all about and like I just if Booker was ever to leave, it would probably break. Yeah, I'd be really pissed off and, and it I'd be crushed. So that's that's my beer crack award winner for the Phoenix Suns. What about in the NBA, Matthew? Josh Giddy, the guy from Oklahoma really? City, who, rookie last year, who was a question, dude, coming in. Like, what does this guy even do? He's pretty amazing man he's a guy that can play up to a potential this year where he kind of just kicks sga to the side where he is tradable now i don't know if they're still holding on to sga because they don't know i know giddy's a bigger guy but he's a ball handler and sga is too so you can't have two of them usually you can't unless they're 40 years old playing together on the lakers i don't i don't think that you can actually have josh giddy and him playing together so i'm gonna say that giddy is Fun to watch, and we'll kick him off the team. Hopefully, the Suns can pick him up. There so. you go. Giddy makes you giddy, huh? Ooh, I'm sure nice. no one's ever made that joke. Um, Blaze Megatron says, nice one, Lissy. Giddy is awesome. He's going to need a team, uh, a new team to grow poss- properly, though. So I hope. Um, for me, you know, this has always been parentally where I mentioned Kevin Durant, right? Like, Kevin Durant's my favorite player who's not a member of the Phoenix Suns to watch. But he hurt my feelings. He ruined my summer, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nothing in my life was worse this summer than KD not coming to the Suns. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everything that happened in my personal life doesn't <laughs> yeah, compare. Man. KD not coming to the Suns. Uh, so it's not KD this time. And it's interesting. I was thinking about this when I made this pick. It reminds me of being a kid. Let me readjust my my tuxedo right. here. Make sure. Make sure. Jackass. Sure. <laughs> um. When I was a kid, my favorite kid, or my favorite kid, when I was a kid, my favorite kid was myself. Uh, was my favorite player in the NBA was Michael Jordan. Loved Michael Jordan. Did he beat the Bulls in the NBA Finals? Yes. Did that suck? Yes. Did it make me not like Michael Jordan? No. Loved Michael Jordan. Respect Michael Jordan. My favorite player in the NBA, my beer crack award winner, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I love this guy. He's unstoppable. You know, it's easy to pick the, the best guy in the league, but this guy is like generationally amazing. He's only going to be better this year. He's only going to be more pissed off this year. And I'm excited to see pissed off Giannis more than anything this year. Uh, 
I think they win the finals. If the Suns can't win the finals, it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks, and I don't even know if I'll be mad. So once again, a, a guy and a team that beat the Phoenix Suns in the finals is like my favorite guy to watch who's not a member of the Phoenix Suns. I feel like I feel like I need therapy or something. <laughs> that, right. It can't be good. But that's who it is. No, it's a good pick. And if he's scary, it's going to suck. I don't want it to happen. And he uh, is a little dirty out there, right? He's kind of a dirty player, so watch that this year. Okay, we'll watch it. The Big Dick Book Award. That's all it is. The Big Dick Book Award. The MVP, the best player in the NBA. For the Phoenix Suns, I'm going Devin Booker. I think that's, I mean, how can you give the Big Dick Booker Award to like little dick Chris Paul? I just don't see it. What about you? <laughs> yeah, let's go book for sure, man. Yep. All right. What about the NBA? NBA is going to be the return. <laughs> Zion Williamson. God. It's up there for him, right? This team up, wins 50 sure. plus games. This team wins 50 plus games with him. He has to be the guy that everyone's talking about. It just, it happens every year. There's always going to be the player. Like I picked jaw last year. People were talking about him, but he got hurt. It kind of ruined the whole thing, but people will talk about him. I'm sure he won't win it. It'll probably be Jokic again or something stupid. But as Zion can get this team to 50 to 55 wins and like a fourth, third seed, I think he has a really good chance of putting up numbers starter in the all-star game. Like he can be a, he's, the writers be a first will love him. He's got, he has the best story going into this and, yep, year. The narrative's there. So I'm saying Zion. Uh, I, do you think Jokic, you know, does have a shot at winning three in a row? What does he have to do to win three in a row? Because I don't think there's any way he could do it. I, it's, no. they, they won't let it happen. Unless he wins 50. Because what he only had like 45 wins or something last year. If he if he can get 55 plus or something like that with the same team he had last year with due to injury, then yeah. But I mean, if they stay healthy. They'd, they'd no, have to win done. like 65 games. Yeah. And B should a, win. I want him to win badly. But yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you. I don't think you will. I think it's the return of the honest. Again, I, I'm. Nice. Continue with that narrative. I think it's Giannis staying safe, huh? You know, I just I think yeah. it is. I think that you know they he he won an MVP, then they kind of yoked it out for a couple of years, and it's like, oh yeah, we forgot that this, this guy is like literally his nickname is the freak. So, all right, we're gonna hit some of those questions at the end just so we can put our official results out there for everybody to laugh at online. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, we'll go through. We got like five minutes, eh, three minutes left in the pot, so I'll go through these pretty quick. Uh, will the Suns have any All NBA players, Matthew? Yeah, I think Booker holds first, and then I'll say CP3 third. Okay, so Booker first, CP3. See, I have to try to type these O's, and it's a pain in the ass. I'm telling you. Um, third, I have Booker second team. Okay, so that's that's my prediction for this year. Uh, probably right. Do we have any all defensive players? I have Mikhail first team. What about you, Matthew? Yeah, Mikhail first team. Perfect. That's easy. That's a copy and paste. In my little spreadsheet here. All right. Uh, any all stars, Matthew? Yeah, I'm going to say How Booker. Many? Just book one book. And then maybe Aiden. Maybe he should oh. be a fucking all star. Sorry, that was rude. He should be an all star. <laughs> he should be a fucking all star. Um, I put two book and DA. So okay. So, how many three-point attempts will DA take this season? Let's do 19 again. You're doing 19? Perfect. Yeah. I remember last year I, put, I said 60 and he'd shoot 20%. This year I just put 60. I'm sticking with the 60, but uh, 
I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure. All right, this is the big one. What will the Suns' final record be? It's going to be 60 and 22. And 22. I have them at everybody's favorite 49 and 33. <laughs> I've mentioned it before. I just think that due to the lack of depth on this mm-hmm. team, I think that there's going to be some peaks and some valleys. Uh, we're going to hit some injuries and we're going to have some, you know, three or four game losing stretches. It's going to happen a couple times this season. It's not going to be like it was last year. And we're going to have a lot of questions as this team enters the playoffs. The question is, what seed will they be? So one. What seed will they be? You, one. one seed. Um, I have them as a fourth seed with a 49 and 33 record. Uh, I, lo- I love what Code says. Love the optimism, but I'm not fooling myself this year. And uh, Brunus says they're going to go 75 and 7. Those would be a lot of fun pods if we went 75 and 7. Um, how many times will we reference the Cameron Johnson contract this year? Last year was the Aiden contract that wasn't completed prior to the start of the season. How many times will we reference the Cameron Johnson contract this year, Matthew? I say 60 plus times. We'll talk about it all the time. We right. will. It's not going to be a negative, necessarily a bad thing. It's just we're going to talk about it because it's like, does he deserve it? Does he not deserve it? That's what we're going to do again this year. I have every time he scores over 20 plus points. So 15 times I'm calling Cam Johnson will score over 20 points, 15 times. That's how many times Matthew and I will sit here and say, pay this man, his money. Uh, do you know how many times he scored over 15 points last year, Matthew? No. Two, uh, 10 times. So I'm saying it's just a five Nasty. time. Yeah. So uh, does Devin Booker surpass TC's 27.2 points record? This is it. He's going to average 28.5. I'm going to put that in there, 28.5. Uh, I'm going to say yes, and he's going to average 27.6. Sweet. All right. Um, for the Suns, what is your hottest take this season? Uh, Sham is traded. Is that even a hot take? No. I'm. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Prediction transactions. As any as anybody who reads anything I put on Bright Side of the Sun knows, I can't predict a transaction to save my fucking life. And when I do <laughs> suggest one, I get roasted on Twitter. So uh, I'll take that. My hot take is the fact that they only win 49 games. I'm interested hot. because typically Zona Hoops will uh, reach out to everybody prior to the uh-huh. season and annotate kind of everybody's number, mm-hmm. if you will. Um and I don't know if he did that this year, but I'm at 49, so that's my hot take. And lastly, Matthew, uh, the hottest take for the NBA. I'm just my hottest take is the Nuggets win the West. That's the best I could come up with after okay. literally sitting at and staring at this spreadsheet for like five minutes. I'm like, I like I wrote Ben Simmons. I'm like, nah, I can't think of anything there. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Nuggets win the West. That's my hot take for the season, Matthew. You're pretty good at this. What's yours? Mm. Okay, so my thing is going to be Ingram is traded. I knew I was going to put said, that in mind, but yeah, I knew you were I talked about it before. I just don't know which team. Of course, Suns would be awesome, but um, I think he's going to get traded. I think Zion's going to kind of kick him out of there. Yeah, I mean it, that that follows the rest of your narrative for the for the year. So, well, there you go, Jamsters. There's your jammies. We hope you enjoyed it. it. I hope you wrote down there all of our takes. Uh, maybe we'll post this on Twitter. I probably won't, but if I do, yay! You can follow us on Twitter at Suns Jam. That's where you can see it. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Void. You can follow Matthew on Twitter. At Matthew Lucy. That's where you get all the great content. We go live starting tomorrow, baby. How excited are you? I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm it's like, uh, I, I just I'm, 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 I want to walk off the stank of last year. I just want to like, bleh. it's like taking a shower. Like, I already feel like it's kind of gone. I feel like I I'm just too. like ready. Like I wasn't excited a couple weeks ago, really. But now I'm just like, let's do this. 
No, it's because you let's win those 60 games. You did. Yeah. Let's go get that 49 wins. Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to just write about how <laughs> shitty Sham it is, how right Matthew was. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, again, thank you, Jamsters, for hanging out for another episode of the Suns Jam Session podcast. Again, we will be live after the game tomorrow with the Dallas Mavericks. The season opener will be live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and then posting the audio version of the podcast shortly thereafter. So thank you for spending a little time with us this evening, and we will see you tomorrow night. Yeah, go home and love your family.